And they kept telling Paul through the Spirit not to set foot in Jerusalem. When our days were ended, we left and started on our journey, while they all, with wives and children, escorted us until we were out of the city. After kneeling down on the beach and praying, we said farewell to one another. Then we went on board the ship, and they returned home again. And when we had finished the voyage from Tyree, we arrived at Thalamus. And after greeting the brethren, we stayed with them for a day. And on the next day, we left and came to Caesarea. And entering the house of Philip, the evangelist, who was one of the seven, we stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who were prophetesses. And as we were staying there for some days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. And coming to us, he took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands and said, This is what the Holy Spirit says. In this way, the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. And when he had heard this, we as well as the local residents began begging him not to go up to Jerusalem. And then Paul said, what are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but even to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And since he would not be persuaded, he fell silent, remarking, the will of the Lord be done. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus, the name above all names. Lord, we just pray, God, that your anointing rests upon this word this morning. Prepare our hearts, God, to receive what you have. Let me communicate to your people, Father, clearly in a way that impacts their life. Father, I ask you to forgive us for all of our sins. Wash us, cleanse us, and cover us in your son's precious blood. We need you in this place today, God. We need you in our lives, Lord Jesus. So, Father, just come and reveal yourself through your word. Use me, God, as I decrease and you increase in this place. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would, give the Lord a hand. Praise in this house. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to talk to you this morning about what God had put on my heart. Amen. And I want to talk to you. My title is Discerning the Will of God discerning the will of God. And one thing that we come to realize is in life, there's many decisions that we will begin to have come before us in our life as Christians and even as human beings, period. Amen. There's decisions after decision and what we do. Amen. And all Christians, if I'm not mistaken, I can speak on behalf of all Christians, or at least most Christians, want to know God's will for their life. We want to know, amen, his will concerning major decisions, maybe such as the career that we should pursue, the person that we should marry, and the place where we should live. And one thing that we come to realize is that we need his guidance on dozens, amen, of daily decisions 
that are affecting our lives. Can I get an amen? We need God's guidance in daily decisions affecting uh, each of our lives, maybe affecting our money. Hello. When it comes to financial decisions or maybe when it comes to our time. Or how about our relationships? Amen. And if you know Christ as Savior and Lord, then you want to please him in every aspect of your life. And you want to please him by making wise decisions in line with his will. Am I right? We want to make decisions that, amen, are pleasing to God and that line up with his will. Because we know if it's God's will, then it's perfect. Are y'all with me? And that is pleasing. That's what the Bible says in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, is it not? And he says that it's a good will. Hello. How many of y'all know you can't go wrong with the will of God in your life? And you and I have so many decisions to make. And, and of course, those decisions also, amen, will have results, whether they're positive or whether they're negative. Can I get an amen? And we know that the Bible says that all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. Amen. God can even take the mistakes that we make and turn it into something good. But at the end of the day, amen, if we can avoid making a mistake, we want to avoid it. Am I right? You know, a lot of times much of God's will is revealed in the commands and principles of his word. You know, we look at the will of God and the word of God is the very will of God for our lives. Are y'all with me today? And there's certain things in our life that we don't need to pray for guidance in these areas. And in fact, amen, sometimes when we're praying for guidance in certain areas in our life that are contrary to what the word of God says, amen, we're doing something that we shouldn't even be doing anyways. Now, I'm going to share a couple examples with you in just a moment. If you don't mind, amen. Does that sound okay out there? Is it too loud? I'm not yelling at y'all this morning, am I? Praise the Lord. God is good, amen. You know, I'm going to give you one example. If you're praying about whether you need to connect with and marry a, a nice young lady and she's not a Christian, amen, that might not be the will of God for your life. Now, I know some of you say, Pastor, I'm going to get her and reach her and lead her to the Lord. And she's going to fall in love with God and I'm going to marry her. Gosh darn it. Are y'all with me today? But how many of y'all know the Bible says that we don't need to be yoked up with those that are unbelievers? You're asking for some trouble in your life if you yoke yourself up with somebody that's unequally yoked when it comes to the things of God. See, God tries to save us some headaches in our lives. Can I get an amen? And I can assure you it's not God's will that you're yoked up with somebody, amen, that's not going to seek and serve God. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen? So God has already revealed his will concerning this matter, amen? And so you don't have to pray whether you're going to pursue 
a career as a drug dealer or a thief. Can I get an amen? There's no need to pray about that. It's just kind of obvious as a Christian, you don't pursue, amen, a career as a thief or a drug dealer. Are y'all with me today? And you don't need to pray whether or not the person to whom you are already married to is God's choice for your life. Are y'all with me? Now, I know some of y'all probably considered this before in your life. <laughs> is this really the one for me, God? <laughs> Hello? Well, I, you know my philosophy on that, amen. You got what you want, it's not what you thought, make it work. <laughs> Somebody look at your neighbor and say, make it work. <laughs> God is good, amen. But all of these and many other decisions are clearly spelled out in God's word. And we simply need to understand and obey the commands and principles that are revealed in his word. But what about decisions, amen, that aren't clearly written in his word? Amen. What about a decision to marry, amen, this young lady or that young lady? And both of them loved the Lord, amen. And both of them would say yes if you were to propose to them. Hello. Amen. Now, I'm going to tell you, that's not ever a problem that I had, but some of y'all might have that problem. Hello. Are y'all with me today? Or what about deciding what you're going to major in in college? I know that can be challenging sometimes. Savannah had a major in college. She hasn't used anything in her major, right? Huh? <laughs> what if you major in psychology? Oh, you're going to use it. You're in the right spot. Praise the Lord. Or what about the decision to take a job in this city, amen, or a job in another location? But So there's many decisions where we need to know how to discern God's will specifically. Am I right? And, and, and so I want to talk about this just a little bit this morning, if you don't mind, amen, because it's really important for us that we are able to begin to discern God's will for these type of decisions in our life. Amen. You know, there's some people, though, that they depend heavily on feelings or signs or, you know, in order to be able to make these decisions. Are y'all with me today? And some of it even to the point of where they're beginning to fall into ways of, of pagan divination. And, amen. In other words, oh, I need a sign from God. Are y'all with me? Now, I want to share an example for you. There was a girl that was praying about where to go to college. Amen. And when she came upon the Lord's word, amen, to Jacob, it said, arise and go to Bethel. And since her denomination had a college with the name, with the name Bethel, she decided that God was telling her, amen, to go to Bethel College. Are y'all with me today? You know, and I knew a guy that uh, was talking about growing out his hair. And he turned to the Bible and he flipped it open and it just happened to land right there. Amen. And it was talking about, amen, Samson 
where he, when he shaved his head, he lost his anointing. Now, I don't know if you're one of those people that just flips open the Bible. Amen. And does that. But if you are, praise God. God is good. Amen. He does speak through his word. Are y'all with me today? But I want to talk to you about how do we discern God's will? How do we discern God's will? And I want to look at this scripture here, amen, for just a little while today, amen, because there's some, this is really an interesting set of scriptures right here. Here we go, just to kind of lay a, a foundation of what's happening here. Paul, amen, in the book of Acts, had been uh, with the Gentiles, and he had, uh, God, Paul had a heart to see the Jews to be saved. He wanted them to be saved. He wanted them to come to know Jesus. He wanted them, their lives to be transformed. He had gotten the true gospel that transformed his life on the road to Damascus. Amen. He was on fire for telling people about Jesus. Amen. And he had a real passion to see the Jews to come to know the Lord. Are y'all with me today? And here he is. They had impacted the Gentiles and the Greeks. And, and all of a sudden, these people begin to come to know the Lord. And, and Paul had been ministering in these different areas. Amen. And his goal was to be able to bring unity between the Gentiles and the Jews. Because the Jews were saying, look, the only ones that can be saved are us. Amen. Those filthy Gentiles. They didn't even want them in the temple. Amen. They thought that if they were coming into the temple to worship... Amen, that that was, amen, a horrible thing. Are y'all with me today? And so here Paul had this desire and this passion in his life, amen, to reach the Jews and to bring unity in the body of Christ. He wanted to bring the Gentiles and the Jews together to worship God in harmony, amen, and to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he had been spending time with the Gentiles, and he went and got these, these offerings, amen, from the church of the Gentiles and the people, amen. And he was wanting to take this love offering and take it to Jerusalem in order to bring unity and peace and to reach the people for the Lord Jesus Christ. Are y'all with me today? That's kind of what was happening right here. And, and so I want to kind of look at the scripture. If we'll go back to it and just, and, and, and I want to look real quick. And I want to talk to you about a, a couple of different points when it comes to discerning the will of God. God is good, amen. I'm going to start in verse 4. He says, and after looking up the disciples, we stayed there seven days and they kept telling Paul through the spirit not to set foot in Jerusalem. And when our days there were ended, we left and started on our journey. And while they all with wives and children escorted us until we were out of the city, after kneeling down on the preach beach, excuse me, and praying, we said farewell to one another. Then we went on board the ship and they returned home. And when they, we had finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Ptolemais, and after greeting the brethren, we stayed with them for a day. Now, I'm going to stop right there for just a moment. Will you grab this jacket for me?
God is good, amen. Now, let me go just a little bit further here. If y'all will hang with me this morning, okay? On the next day, we had left and came to Syria, uh, uh, Caesarea and entered the house of Philip, the evangelist, who was one of the seven, and we stayed with him. And now this man had four virgin daughters who were prophetesses. Amen. And as we were staying there for some days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea and coming to us, he took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands and said, this is what the Holy Spirit says. Amen. In this way, the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. And when he had heard this, we as well as the local residents began begging him not to go up to Jerusalem. And then Paul answered, what are you doing weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but even to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, I want to stop right there for just a moment. God is good. Amen. The first point that I want to put, if you'll put my first point up on the board, is to discern the will of God. You must write God a blank check with your life. In order to discern the will of God, you've got to write God a blank check when it comes to your life. Now, I'm going to elaborate on that just for a moment. Amen. But, but one thing I want to share with you, it is futile to speculate about God's will for your life unless you're 100% committed to obeying it. Are you all with me? I mean, I know a lot of people want to know the will of God for their life, but when they find out what it is, amen, all of a sudden it kind of shifts and changes. Well, I'm not quite sure if I want to do that. <laughs> but I want to share this with you. God isn't a travel agent who arranges your itinerary and then asks, what do you think about it? And you say, well, I like the, the week in Hawaii, but I prefer not to go to some Muslim country as a missionary. Hello? Could you change a few things in this process and this will? How many of you know sometimes that's what we're like, amen? God is good, amen? But he is the Lord, amen. God is good, amen. And it's true that he loves you, and it's true that he has a wonderful plan for you. But you've got to yield your entire life to him, trusting that his will for you is good, that it's acceptable, and that it's perfect. Can I get an amen? amen. Somebody say, it's good. good. It's acceptable. Good. It's perfect. Good. The will of God is good. Acceptable and perfect. God is good. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise in this place. Amen. So what we look at here is that Paul had long since done that in his life. To the point to where he could say this. He says, I am ready not only to be bound, but even to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, he didn't consider his own life of any account as dear to himself in order that he might finish his course in the ministry which he had received from the Lord, amen, to testify about the gospel of the grace of God. Are y'all with me today? Paul had written a blank check concerning his life 
to the point that he was willing to do whatever it takes. Now, mind you, look at this scenario and look at this situation. Here it is. Amen. <coughs> Somehow it made a way for a ship to be accessible and to get them where they needed to go, right? And here he is amongst these people that are in, uh, around his life. And, 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 and the Bible says that they, that they were led by the Spirit to tell him what was going to be coming forth. And then you had these four virgin daughters that were in the house that were prophetesses, amen. And then you have this prophet that comes, amen, to him and speaks. And he tells him what's going to happen. He says, the man that owns this belt is going to be bound, amen. <laughs> and even in the midst of that, Paul still wanted to go. Now, I don't know about you, but I might think twice if a prophet comes to my house and begins to tell me, Pastor Raymond, I know you want to go to Pakistan. I know you want to go and reach the people. I know God's putting a burden in your heart for that. But I just want you to know that when you get there, they're going to be waiting for you so that they can lock you up. And then all the people around me are saying, Pastor, don't go. They're begging him. Now, I want to look at this for a second because Paul is a man that is filled with the Spirit of God. Paul is a man that's walking. You know he's walking closely with God. Amen. There, there's some commentaries that say, amen, that due to the, the way that they read this is that Paul was actually rebellious and that he was in sin in his decision to go. But on the flip side of that, amen, if you look at it in perspective to really, uh, really if, to, 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 to him compared to Jesus, how many of y'all know Jesus' disciples, when he began to reveal to him the will of God for his life, they began to say, no, don't do that. And he said, what, get behind me, Satan. There's a mission that needs to be accomplished here. There's a task that needs to I've got to go to the cross of Calvary. Come on now. I've got to die so that y'all can live. To take on the sins of the world. God is good, amen. The Lord is good. Now, signing your life over to God may strike you as a bit scary. Sometimes it can be a little scary, can't it? What if you do it and he tells you to go to some jungle as a missionary and you don't even like going camping? Or what if, hey amen, you don't like the cold and he sends you to, to, the, to Alaska with the Eskimos? Now, I wouldn't do too good up there, you know what I'm saying? I went to New York for three months, amen, and I said, hey, look, I've got to save you. we got to get out of here. The sun doesn't shine. These people are rude. The economy's bad. We're going to Texas. <laughs> God is good, amen. If there's any New Yorkers in here, don't, don't worry. Don't take it personally, amen. We were in upstate, and it was the middle of the winter. I've got to get a little more sun right there, amen. Otherwise, I'd have to get on depression medicine. Up it a little bit. I, I, back then, I didn't have Jesus in my life, and I was on depression medicine, and I felt like I needed to up that stuff up, man, because <laughs> them people up there was depressing. And it was right after 9-11, amen, and, you know, 
uh, after 9-11, the economy got hit most heavier up north than it did down here in Texas. Now, we weren't in, uh, you know, New York City. We were in upstate, just a little different. You know, there's a difference between Manhattan and New York upstate. But anyways, God is good, amen? God is good. But one thing we've got to remember in the midst of this is that, first of all, amen, God is a loving father, and he's all-knowing and he's all-wise, right? And his purpose is to be glorified through you by blessing your life. How many of y'all know God wants to bless your life? He's glorified through you by blessing your life. When you get blessed, he's glorified. Hello. When he uses your life, amen, he gets the glory, right? It's not about us. It's about him, right? Some of us think it's about us. Are y'all with me today? But his purpose is to be glorified through the blessing in your life. Amen. So you've got to begin trusting him. Now, granted, his past for you may include some severe and difficult trials, but you can trust that even in the trials, he's going to bless you in ways that you can't imagine. Can I get an amen? If you'll just trust him and submit to him, his word, amen, promises, hello, no good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. And no one, including those who have gone through severe trials or persecution, ever wrote, amen, God, a blank check, hello, with their life and later regretted it. Are y'all with me? Somebody say you're not going to regret it. But see, I want to share this with you because this is where you got to start, amen, if you want to discern the will of God for your life. You've got to start by writing God a blank check. Have your way, God. Thy will be done, not my will. The second one I want to share with you real quick, my second point as we're moving along. To discern God's will, you must grow to know him intimately through his word and his spirit. You've got to grow to know him intimately through his word and his spirit. Now, when we look at Paul, Paul had known the Lord and he had walked closely with him for years at this point in his ministry. In fact, along with the fact that there uh, is no hint in the text that Paul was being disobedient leads me to disagree with those who say that Paul was actually sinning whenever he was uh, was making the decision to go. Are you all with me today? Now, that's a tough one. I mean, if, if God comes and speaks and he speaks through a prophet, amen, and he speaks through the people that were around him and they were begging him not to go, amen, that's kind of tough in, in, in regards to that. But, amen, maybe they were uh, communicating that to him ahead of time and them so they could be prepared for what's going to happen. Maybe it didn't mean that, hey, you, maybe it wasn't a warning saying you don't need to go, Paul. Maybe it was just letting him know this is what's going to happen. But the only way that you would know that is if you were walking closely and intimately with God. Now, I believe Paul was. Could you see where that could be a conflicting thing there? 
Some people may say, well, they were coming to warn you of these things, and you didn't take heed to the warning. And so as a result, amen, you put yourself in a situation that you didn't need to be in. No, I'm here to tell you, Paul didn't have to be the one to take that love offering, amen, possibly. He could have gotten somebody else to take it into, in, into Jerusalem. Am I right? Hello? Are y'all still with me or am I losing y'all? He could have got somebody else to do it. Now, we know Paul's very passionate, right? God is good, amen? But it's a process. See, there's no shortcuts or easy formula to knowing the Lord, amen, to knowing the Lord's will. But it's a process that requires diligently seeking him in his word and in prayer over time. And for some reason, God has designed life so that you have to make some of the biggest decisions, amen, when you lack the maturity that you will gain later in life. Hello, somebody. Are y'all with me today? And, of course, that's one reason why you should seek the wise counsel of those who have followed the Lord for many years. God is good, amen. The Lord is good. I don't know about you, but I don't want to make the wrong decisions in life. And the further I get along, the more decisions that I feel I, I have to take to make. Not only decisions for my own life, not only decisions for my family's life. Amen. But the decisions for ministries. Hello. Are y'all with me today? I'm going to tell you right now, it's very important that we walk connected to the vine. It's very important that we walk, amen, intimately with God to where we can hear his voice through his word and through his spirit. If you want to know the will of God, if you want to make the right decisions in your life, amen, this is something that's crucial. And if we're lacking in an area such as praying concerning situations, we're going through life blind. And God hasn't called us to walk through this life alone, and he hasn't called us to walk through this life blind. We were blind, but now we can see. And we have the Holy Spirit to guide us and to lead us and to direct us in our lives. Hello. See, this scripture isn't clear in regards to what was going forth. It just says that there were some people that were unctioned by the Spirit, that were led by the Spirit to tell Paul what was happening. And then he brought a prophet to come and concern and, and confirm it. Amen. It doesn't, it isn't clear here concerning what's going on. And sometimes, amen, things aren't clear by looking in the natural. Things aren't clear. And this brings up my next point, if you'll put it up there. Things aren't clear, amen, in just human wisdom. If we make decisions just based on what would seem right or what the human eye would see or say, sometimes we're going to miss God's will. Hello. Now, some of you could say, well, man, Paul could have been a lot more in, 
effective if he wasn't in, in shackles, amen, if he wasn't bound by chains in prison, he could have been a lot more effective and continued forward in his ministry even longer. Hello? That's what the natural man would say, am I correct? Now, I'm telling you, if I was put before this kind of situation in my life and y'all came and the prophet came into my house and spoke to me and said, they're going to lock you up when you go over there to Pakistan, I might cancel my ticket. I don't know. But how many of y'all know if the Holy Ghost is driving me, amen, and the Holy Ghost is speaking to me, and the Holy Ghost is dealing with me concerning this situation, there's a burden inside of me. I got to get over there and preach to those people. I got to tell somebody about Jesus. Somebody needs to get healed today in the name of Jesus. Mm. The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. And sometimes, amen, and not all the time, but sometimes even those around you may be speaking to you, conflicting what God wants you to do. Somebody say, you got to learn to hear God. <laughs> you know, now that's a tough one, man. But we've got to look at it. Would I be more effective here? In America, in Texas, continuing to go forth and preach the gospel, continuing to pastor this church. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Continue to do these things. But I've got this burden driving me to go and do something. Hello. That's a pretty big decision to make in your life. Hello. And then you got the enemy trying to come on and get put fear on you. But God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Somebody say the devil is a liar. God is good, amen. You know, not usually, but occasionally, God wants to do something that defies human logic. God supersedes the... Uh, 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 you know, the natural, he's, he's a supernatural God. That's why he says you got to walk by faith and not by sight. Now, I'm not telling you you need to up and go to uh, some other country and go get be a martyr for Christ. Please don't, don't, don't take that, amen. Hello. They'll all be loaded up and ready to go. We're going to Afghanistan. But I'm trying to help you make the good decisions because your decisions are going to affect you. And I don't know about you, but I want to make decisions based on the Lord and based on his will. And he can still even take even take my mistakes and still turn it around and still use it. You know what I'm saying? So don't let the devil beat you up. You made some mistakes. You made some poor decisions. You you miss God on some situations. Amen. Don't don't you know, don't worry about it. God's got it. Amen. Yeah, it may be a little more discomfort. It may take a little longer. It may be a little bit different process. Amen. You may have to bump your head a few more times. Amen. You may deal with some difficulties and some trials. No matter what, you're going to be in the school of Christ. Are y'all with me today? 
Somebody say, God's going to work it out. You know, the biblical principle here concerning Paul's trip to Jerusalem was his strong conviction that in the church, amen, that there's no Jew or Greek or slave, amen, but we're all one in Christ. That's the biblical principle. That's Galatians 3 and 28, right? And he was taking the collection that he had raised from the Gentile churches, like I told you, to the Jewish church as a demonstration of love and unity. Amen. God is good, amen. The Lord is good. But sometimes, amen. The next verse, the next point, sorry. discern the will of God, analyze your gifts, your motives, and desires in light of God's sovereign purpose of being glorified among the nations. Amen. I want to I I share that with you. Because sometimes it's, com- it's possible that it's co- to be committed to doing the Lord's will, but to be at the wrong place in the wrong position. Hello. Are y'all with me today? And, and I want to expound on that for just a moment. Because what I want you to ask yourself today, am I truly seeking God's glory or am I seeking my own glory? Is my heart open before God with no secrets? Amen. God is good. Amen. Because it's very important that our, our motives are right. Amen. And that the that the purpose is for God to be glorified. Are y'all with me today? Can I get the worship team to come forward? My next point is to discern the will of God, you must listen and evaluate the counsel of godly believers. The Bible says that there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel. Amen. I'm sharing this with you because your decisions are going to affect your life. Amen. I'm going to read to you a little bit more. Verse 8 says, on the next day, we left and came to Caesarea and entering the house of Philip, the evangelist, who was one of the seven, we stayed with him. And now this man had four virgin daughters who were prophetesses. And as we were staying there for some days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea and coming to us, he took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands and said, this is what the Holy Spirit says. In this way, the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. And when he had heard this, we as well as the local residents began begging him. The Bible says they were begging him not to go up to Jerusalem. And then Paul answered, what are you doing? Somebody say, what are you doing? 
weeping and breaking my heart, for I am ready not only to be bound, but even to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord. And since he would not be persuaded, we fell silent, remarking the will of the Lord be done. God is good. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise. Amen. God is good. Amen. You know, sometimes we make mistakes, amen? But what if you make a mistake in discerning the will of God? If you come to realize that your mistake was due to stubbornness or self-will or pride, I want to share with you what to do today. Y'all can start playing, amen? You need to confess it. You need to ask God to overrule your mistake. Amen. You know, I don't think that Paul sinned by going to Jerusalem. But I'm not sure whether or not he made the wisest decision. But God used Paul's prison years for his glory. And he can use our mistakes, even our rebellion, if we submit to him and seek to please him. Come on, stand to your feet. I want you to remember the process begins when you trust Christ as Savior. And when you write him a blank check with your life, being willing to do whatever he calls you to do. And if you've never repented of your sins and trusted in Christ, then you're clearly out of the will of God. You're clearly out of the will of God. Because God's will is that no man shall perish, but desires for all to come to repentance. Amen. Sometimes decisions can be hard. But the good thing is, saints, we don't have to do it alone. Somebody say, we don't have to do it alone. If we will just let him guide our lives, if we will walk intimately with the Lord, if we will write him a blank check, if we'll walk in biblical principles, God will begin to reveal himself to us. I don't know about you, but I can't afford to make too many wrong decisions in my life because I can't afford it. Somebody, I can't afford it. I can't afford to make wrong decisions in my life. Amen. We're not getting any younger. Hello. You're not getting any younger. Somebody say you're not getting any younger. Come on, every hand lifted in this place. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, help us, Lord walk in your will. Lord God, we know if we will, we'll be blessed. Have your will. In Jesus' name. Right there we are in your own words. Just begin to thank him. Amen. Hallelujah.